Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourselves. Oh, what's going on, folks? How's everything going on with you? My name's Ken. I'm Fab. And I'm Dave. And you listen to the Last Call podcast. Hey. Um, we're in the building today. Um, currently, the Knicks are waxing the Cavs right now. Dave, I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> waxing? What's the fucking score, bro? I don't know. In I might first be fucking quarter. Oh, come on. We just started. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, it's first fucking quarter of the game. Just oh, oh, hey. It's a little sensitive. I, I got you. No, I'm not. We got those rings today, though, my nigga. I, that's why you, so why are you so sensitive about up? it? What y'all picked up, huh? my nigga? What kind of rings? We, pick, we picked up Derrick Rose and, and, and Joe Kim Noah. I see you. Yeah, we, we, see are, you, we, we are here working. We trying to compete, too. Um, how y'all doing? Um, we in the barroom arguing as usual, um, talking shit. We probably gonna get into it today. We've um, we'll, we all just see. Um, actually, the Cavs are up ten right now. I know. I was just talking shit. You shouldn't I, have said nothing, I nigga. I was gonna let this shit slide all day because I knew we were gonna win this game. I was gonna let this shit slide. I shouldn't have said nothing. It's game one, and no reason to be petty. Jesus, this is what happens when you don't win a championship in fifty years. You get all ooh, we won a championship. Now you get all uber aggressive about ooh, Bronny got his ring. We Actually, brought it back. I know. I mean, he started it, so I know. I'm just being the calm guy here. Uh, clearly, I was able to get underneath your skin with it. I was. I'm, I'm glad you're showing your true colors right now. This is gonna be my voice for the rest of the day. Um. So, <laughs> oh, what we've started drinking on. I'm. I'm. And I'll get into it. Matter of fact, I'll let y'all get in, into what y'all did this weekend, and I'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. What about what did you do this weekend, Fab? Um, Friday I DJed the in-house. Saturday I DJed Mixie. Sunday I had the pleasure of attending uh, my business partner's wedding mm. to his like basically soulmate, and uh, it was really dope. It was in Greenpoint. It, it was looked very, very cool. it looked uh, a little yeah. lit. It was a Caribbean wedding, so oh, those yes, are always on it fire. was. Shouts to Omar's Kitchen, who is, um, I don't know if you guys know them. They're oh, like yeah. like young dudes, like killing it. Mm. Um, Caribbean food? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, lick they two were, shot. Bullet. Go ahead. <laughs> the drink mm. upon arrival was rum punch with Ray and Nephew in it. So That's super gra- That's over. aggressive. It's Well, listen, you only get married once. You get married, <laughs> married once. <laughs> um, sort of. It's kind dope. of, hopefully. Um, but no, like the pat, like the cocktail hour, the past apps were like dumpling and saltfish mm, and um fan. yeah it was it was really good the food like they had oxtail on the menu they had like this cornish hen with mac and cheese and everything was good do they have a restaurant or do they just travel no he's a key okay. caters though okay, gotcha. yeah, yeah yeah but they do uh they have a brunch party that they usually do i need to know about that i will let um, you know need some information yeah <laughs> but um yeah, yeah that's it Big that's dope i expected his wedding to be fucking fire mm-hmm. he's a really good planner period yeah and mean he travels so that takes a certain type of like skill and you know he's like that then i mean his wife is definitely like is a match for that yeah. so oh, i expected yeah. that shit to be fired big up congratulations black big love up, up. black love go ahead yeah definitely what did i do yeah, um i really just chilled um the homie well a friend of mine just like moved into town so uh on friday oh shout out to chloe Went to the uh, Chloe and Curry went to the uh, in house Halloween party that Fab DJed and murdered. Mm. Murdered. I never danced so much in like a year in the past year. Really? 
Yeah, dog. I was dancing. I was dancing. I was legit dancing. You cutting? You cutting the dance? I was floor? cutting it up. Mm. <laughs> nah, but um, it was cutting. it was a good time. I know I didn't wear a, uh, um, a costume like everybody else did, but um, yeah. Yo, speaking of that, because a lot of people didn't wear costumes, so well, you weren't the only one. Nah, Chloe just said something like, "You ain't gonna wear no costume, really? Do you come to my party and not wear a costume?" So, what's your thoughts on that? Like, is it is it too early? Is it too aggressive to have felt, a Halloween party like two a, weeks before Halloween? It, it was two weeks or just one week? week. A, a week, week. And, okay, a week and change. I just felt like the I'm, week before the week. I'm good for Halloween. one costume, like throughout the year. Like, right. I'm good for one costume. <laughs> I'm not about to do two. Like, right. Okay. And it was it was the early one. Now if. I don't know. You're right. I, I don't know. I, if if that party had been the week before, like that was, I probably would have dressed up for that okay. and not dressed up for the other one. Well, you I mean, you're kind of asking people to not dress up. I mean, granted, if, if it's a Halloween party, okay, yes, you want the idea is to have people dress up, right? Yeah. But you're having a Halloween party. Halloween is the 31st, but we're celebrating it the weekend of, which is the 29th. So you're having it on the 21st, the 22nd right. yeah. of October. So. Granted, I'm, I'm. There were people. In, would you say there were more people in costume or more people out of costume? Um, I would say it was maybe like two 60, thirds. 40. Yeah, in costume. In costume. That, see now, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good it was ratio. Mostly the guys, though. Like uh-huh. you know how it is. I mean, I keep that in mind when we throw mile high because, and that's why we do a '90s party. Not only because the '90s are a great era, but because it's not so costumey. Like you can come as a costume. Like if you're a witch or whatever. Like we got we have power rangers last time even though that's like dual because that's also 90s but like if you're not really into dressing up which a lot of people are not into um doing like a theme of some sort like if you if like an error is kind of like a a thing but there was like this dude there it was so funny um before i was on i was like just hanging out and um this dude like started talking to me or whatever and he had on like this big jersey um army pants uh a do-rag with the flap out and an american flag bandana (laughs) over said do-rag yes and i was like oh like i was hesitant but i was like oh let me just go for it did you dress up and he was like no for what and I, was like, <laughs> I was like wait you mean that guy wasn't dressing up that was his real that outfit was his, that was his like sunday's came, best i really thought party. that he was doing like some type no. of a uh, dipset meets biggie thing i don't know it was very weird he was doing a very classic brooklyn move that was really bad that was jack, really jack bad from i'm gonna get you sucker oh, no. yeah and i was like i was like really with the flap out like that's how you come to a party yeah Um, this is how i'm coming that's when the conversation ended right (laughs) (laughs) fab where were you dressed at i saw you had the the, like the black cleopatra thing going on miss angela davis Mm, i was see i wanted to like and i felt the way you were asking like oh is it too early to dress up so i kind of wanted to like kind of like make sense of it right for at least for me um and so that's why i was like am i in costume Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're and I got point. dressed at work and I left work like that and and it was enjoyable for me. You're on point. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Fab, your event is, ne- is this weekend as well. Go ahead. Party. Yes. Your favorite rooftop party's favorite rooftop party. Hey. Mile High Club. Yeah. Um, it's three before five. Get there. And it, 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 it is a <laughs> get there at yeah, but then there's two for one drinks before five too, so Ooh. it's like you have some. Incentive. So you can get litty, but yeah. it, it will feel like no lie. Fab's events fill up really fast. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Last time, there was 30 girls there yeah. within like an oh, hour yeah. of us opening. Yeah. That was the one you so. said that y'all was still open up and they was like really, as soon as they start playing music, they was dancing. Flooding the door. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. So, you know, so you're, trying to, you're still in the, um, what are we calling it? Playoffs? Of cuffing season, whatever. It's drafting season, I think is what it is. Yeah. It's I drafting like season. It, um, yeah, so come out. It's at the the location. Uh, Hudson, Hudson Terrace. Terrace. Uh, 2 p.m. We got like four DJs on up. We got a good time. 90s, coming. 90s outfits, 90s costumes. Yeah. Come Liddy. I got my costume already. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, mine came through eBay. Yeah. It's lit. Yeah. Ah! Zero idea. <laughs> sure you'll push through you'll figure it out you'll figure it out um so i didn't do anything this weekend i literally the only reason i left my house this weekend is because i i went to get some food sunday morning for like a little brunch um mm-hmm. but other than that i was in my house all weekend long so i was studying i was studying for this exam i've been talking about for the past three weeks right um it was um hard as shit mm-hmm. um it was a group consensus there was 10 people that took it and we all said fuck we really hope like the passing is 55 percent we we all would consider it a great job if if we got 70 like it would be the biggest accomplishment if you got 70 65 so it was hard as shit but um so there's three different components to it so um uh so there's a written exam right where there's five uh literally essay questions right so that and this is all based on wine and information about grape growing regions um climates specific names of regions productions of ports uh why this wine is different than this wine and is grown in the soil shit like that so that's the written exam right so bang. then there's 50 multiple choice questions which i thought that would have been the easiest part of the test because a it's multiple choice so you can just narrow things down to two items and then make a choice from there wrong the multiple choice was the hardest part of the test by far like not even close i thought the written part would be the hardest part but it was actually manageable right so the third part of the test which when i first heard about what was in the test is the part i feared the most um because it is literally taking a bottle of wine there's a red and a white right so you have a half hour the red and white is poured take the white first you look at it you have to decipher by specific uh criteria of each wine by appearance you have to figure out the clarity the intensity of the aroma um how deep it is the color of the wine is it cher- is it uh, garnet is it ruby is it i'm saying is it brick these are, all reds. these are all these are just reds I mean, so then you have to pick out the aromas of it. You have to taste it. You have to decipher just by tasting it the body of the wine, Mm -hmm. the acidity of the wine, the alcohol content of the wine. Is it high? Is it low? The price of the wine, the actual designation. What type of wine is it? They give you. You're supposed to know this. You're supposed to know this. Yeah, this was actually the easiest part of the test, believe it or not. Um, So what we what I did was I brought some wines. I, I opened up. So the test, I had it today. Right. So I finally got this shit out my system and it's finally done. Last night, I was actually trying to study by training my palate and I opened up a couple of wines. And uh, so I brought those wines in here. So what we're going to do is we're going to have a little uh, interaction. Um, so everybody I have uh, in the room. So there's me, Dave, uh, Ty, and I have a special guest. Ashley's in. She's in the corner. Um entertaining i'm taking in the conversation she feels she wants to you know put in put her opinion her two cents and she's more than welcome to um but so everybody has cups poured right fab is the only one who who i poured some wine in her glass 
earlier, but I didn't run it through a decanter. Um, I have a, a handheld decanter where you pour the wine through it and, it and it aerates it. What that means is that it adds just by literally pouring it into, I mean, guys, how would you describe this without being like grown about it? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> Looks like so. It's like a. It's, <laughs> go ahead, Fab. You can say it. the top is no. like a. It's like a shot oh wait glass. It looks like um a missile. There okay, well, well, yeah, we'll keep it PG thirteen. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like a butt plug. Yeah, yeah just uh. say what it looks like. Just say what it looks like. <laughs> um, but so you pour the wine into one end, and you're supposed to have a glass. I mean, so there are bigger decanters. There's one where you literally can pour a whole entire bottle, a couple bottles into a whole big decanter, and just let it sit yeah. and let it aerate. But this is a single shot pour. So what you do is you pour it on top of a glass it goes through and you literally hear like a, an aerating sound as you pour it and what it does is it opens up the wine it opens up the flavors opens up the aromas right so i poured fab a glass um earlier of a wine that had not been decanted right um so what i'm gonna do fab is here pass me a cup so i i probably should have asked you before did you were there any aromas or, or flavors oh that you yeah actually it? i enjoyed it and i don't usually like uh, wait can i say what it is um sure if you want to yeah i don't usually like um cab sove cabernet sauvignon there, uh ty's moving the mic so you can actually hear the decanting sounds that <laughs> goes on when you pour it he's on his engineering shit right better now take notes so you can wow boo about this i mean that sound isn't really helping the whole shape of the butt plug thing <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go, Fab. Mm. There you go. A little quaff. <laughs> Tell me if you taste the difference. If you can, if you can see it, it if it if it's opened up a little bit more, you get a little more stronger uh, uh, flavors on your palate. Oh wow, it's smoother. Mm-hmm. So much smoother. Yeah. So wow, usually- I never want to drink wine undecantered before that's that's <laughs> usually that's usually the effect that it has because i mean wine once you first open a bottle granted you could drink it but you're really supposed to let oxygen hit it right mm-hmm. to open up some of those flavors and the aromas and make it smoother right. excuse me so what this does is take a process that's supposed to take a half an hour 45 minutes and turn it into five seconds mm. um so that's my wine lesson for the day great you enjoyed it dave Nah, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's smooth. I appreciate the um, the flavors that are presented. Mm. You know, so this is the one I was talking about last night that had the yeah cocoa and the <laughs> blueberry and the plums. Dave's laughing at me. I wish I had some dark. It chocolate. was just the way you, dark the, chocolate, right? The way you was doing it was just very funny. Yeah, I was explaining to some of my um, Instagram last night. Um, so. I don't know if I passed. I'll let y'all know in a couple weeks. I don't. Hey, bro, you got it. Put it in the air. I, yeah, good vibes, oh, right? Manifest that shit. Yeah, manifest. let it, that let it, yeah, crazy. let it marinate. I didn't pass that. <laughs> no, it's fine. You um, passed it in our hearts. I, t- I passed the tasting <laughs> part. That. <laughs> I pass the taste part. We'll see. We'll see about the written part. We'll get you a nice participation trophy. I appreciate that. Does Next it have? Time does it on have? Uh, does it? Is it bedazzled? Did Pen Ken pass his test? Mm. We gonna get you a trophy with one of those decanters at the top of it. Did the Knicks okay. win? <laughs> with no title and it, just people had to figure out have what a, you get. Have that a trophy golden decanted chain hanging from my neck, yep. swinging. Um. So, um, what we're drinking on is, is William Hill Cabernet, and I have another wine here that we'll probably open up once we're done with that. Um, but yeah, so let's go and keep. We're gonna be 
Ah, keeping the party going. Um, that musica. What do you have for us today, fam? Yeah. So um, I know today's episode is going to be a lot about music, but. <laughs> Wait, we want to go there right now? Are we? No, we're. Uh, what, well, I'm kind of like disclaiming that we're about to be talking about music for the whole um, podcast. We have some stuff to get into before music. Right. Man. But the song has nothing to do with what we're going to be talking about later. Perfect. That's my point. Perfect. Um, <laughs> so I'm sure, especially if you're from New York, you've heard of Dave East. I came across one of these tracks. Um, Mm. Why is Siri bugging? I came across one of these tracks um, that he put out, and it features Floyd Miles. It's called I'll Do Anything. Yes. And um, it's kind of been one of those weeks, so I wanted to play it. Gotcha. And he's nice, by the way, (laughs) as far as a rapper. Call him. Don't tell it to I don't know his personality. Okay. I'd do anything to talk to Leak again. Just to see him walk the streets again. Just to see him hit the weed again. I got an angel, I don't need a friend. I'd do anything to talk to Leak again. I'd do anything to talk to Leak again. I got an angel, I don't need a friend. I'd do anything to talk to Leak again. Malik Carter, my cousin could never bother. I remember smoking him telling me about his father. I remember talking about bitches that we could party Freaky did Bacardi, I was lit up like a Marley He was nice and bald, talk shit Had a job and hustle too Me, him and Lil was stuck, we ain't know what the fuck to do Y'all was playing mad and betting everything Chipotle after hooping, we was smoking even regular green 2-11's waking up, Dell High and Dolphin Street Auntie always show me love, if she cooking we all can eat Love to rock polo, never nervous to bag a bitch Smoking on your black and mild, I would hate it, be mad as shit I was rocking your shirt the night that Lil crashed the rental Take a trip to North Philly, shit'll really fuck your mental Them niggas tried to rob, you caught a graze and came to be more You slept right on my couch, into my crib, you had a key, dog. I miss you, nigga I hear your voice when I be all alone Still got your number in my jack, I wanna call your phone Tatted it on my hand, so when they meeting me, they meeting you Fell in love with the streets, not knowing what the evil do And to really tell the truth, freaky, I needed you And I ain't scared to die no more, if I go, then I'll be with you And to really tell the truth, freaky, I needed you And I ain't scared to die no more, if I go, then I'll be with you I'd do anything to talk to Leak again Just to see him walk the streets again Just to see him hit the weed again I got an angel, I don't need a friend I'd do anything to talk to Leak again I'd do anything to talk to Leak again I got an angel, I don't need a friend I'd do anything to talk to Leak again I'd do anything to see my nigga home It is getting crazy, fuck's going on Niggas killing niggas, we don't never run Live by the gun, die by the gun Never thought my nigga be gone Heaven don't seem so bad Fuck the niggas, we gotta be strong Coming for everything we never had, oh. I'd do anything to see my cousin, nigga 
Cause when he said he loved a nigga, he really loved a nigga He ain't dat me when he seen me, he would hug me, nigga I ain't making up nothing, we was really out hustling, nigga You introduced me to Jonesy, that's like my brother Miss Michelle, I love her, I treat her just like my mother Lil going through it, I told him, you up above us Nut come up top just to check me, you gotta love him Always seen you smiling, never mad much We was happy just being together, we ain't had much You ain't get the chance to have a kid You ain't get the chance to cop a Benz We ain't get a chance to pop the twins We was going to temple parties, perp 30s in us I ain't questioning the law, they say his work is never finished I just don't understand, I know you was just minding your business They caught my nigga slipping, my life that became so different I miss him, I do anything to talk to Leek again Just to see him walk the streets again Just to see him hit the weed again I got an angel, I don't need a friend but yeah, so that's Dave East. Um, I know it's kind of a little heavy, but um, it just felt right. I heard it today, and and it kind of like you can hear his emotion in it. And I know with like New York rappers, it's all about like having this like you know poise and your ego and all that shit. So I appreciated the song. Have you heard his album? Um, not I haven't sat down and listened to it from start to finish. Okay. But I've heard a majority of the tracks, and I mean I like him. I, I think he's dope. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. For real, for real, that's just fire. Yeah. I um had the opportunity to actually go to the listening to that, and I hadn't. I purposely didn't want to hear any music because a lot of times um you can feel what probably the good songs are just based off of what he picks on his set list. Like that happened to me when I first saw Action Bronson. What he did is like, I was like, okay, that's how I based on what I wanted to listen to first. Because you hear that shit live and you, you, they're feeling it because this is a song they pick, you know? So they, he did like, you know, a couple, like, um, he did the intro, a couple other joints, and he did that um, that Don Pablo, which is just a. Oh, yeah. That's like, yeah. Man, like, and you just imagine him doing that shit. He's obviously like blended up, bottle of Henny in his hand, happy. Like, yo, I'm, I've made it. I ain't got to do these type of things no more. And it's like just celebration, you know. That shit was good though. Absolutely. Dope, Go listen to that. Yeah, that Davies album is fire. I would, I would definitely. It's called Hate Me Now, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely good to listen to for sure. Um, I guess we can go back and do a little politics before we start getting into it. Um, I mean, Obama's winding down his term. He's on his, like, I don't give a fuck shit right now, isn't he? Man, that shit's so great. He's on it. Like, he really doesn't care anymore. Mm mm. As he should not. <laughs> no fucks. No fucks he's given. He's been holding that joint in for eight years. Yeah. 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 He's really riding out his wave right now. I mean, he, he um he was on Kimmel. Uh, was that last night? The night before. Yeah, that was last night. Reading his mean tweets, which were, I mean, it's like the third time he's done this though, which is it's, it's funny. The mean tweets itself as a segment is funny, like by itself. But then you have like a president who's open enough in an age where people feel like they can say whatever the fuck they want to right. on social media and never get called out for it. Like that's why I love mean tweets because it kind of puts your name on the fucking screen and like puts you out there. Like yeah, you Who's said this shit, shit this and this is the saying. president. So now they say they change some wild shit about the president. Like yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, but at the end of the day, it only garners them the attention that they're really looking right, for. Yeah, true. But the 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 biggest thing is that they had a the last one that he did was like Donald Trump, and Donald Trump was like, "Yo, he's the worst president in the history of presidents." And then he goes, "Well, at least I at least I at least I actually got to be president." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this guy is yo, 
Obama throwing shots. I saw a video of him dancing the fucking hotline bling uh-huh. in the White House with Usher and Janelle Monet and like a whole crowd around him. Mind you, the, the dance was a little daddy. It was a little daddish. I mean, he's like, you know, it was a little. Up, he's getting up there now. It was a little like a controlled shoulder, just fist circles type thing, you know? The, the shoulders moving more than Hell the yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. But, you know, hey, you know, I'm sure Sasha and Malia were thoroughly embarrassed. He's, but going, he's going great. I'm going to fucking miss that man, dog. Yeah, I'm so glad I got to see him. So glad I got to see him because I don't know if they'll let anyone like him get back in that position. So, I mean, the, the way he, he just handles everything with smooth, class, grace, you know what I mean, swag, just, you know what I mean, a president that you could actually feel like if he yeah. came in here and sat down in the room, we could chop it up with him, right? Yeah. And he could keep it a buck with us about anything, you know, hip hop, sports. Of course, he can talk about politics better than anybody else, but. Um, you know, relationship issues, whatever. Just I, I can sit back and say, "Damn, this was, this was an experience." Eight years. I mean, they want to get him the fuck out of here as fast as possible. Don't get it twisted, but um, let him take his last lap. Um, I know during during the, we talked about it a, a couple weeks ago when he was on undefeated, um, and he was talking about what he wanted to do when he got out of office. Um, I know he he so he started a program called uh, I think it's My Brother's Keeper. Yeah, he did. And um, so I know that's like one of his main focuses that he wants to uh, uh, get into, dive in head first um, after he leaves office. And Michelle, I know she's going to keep focusing on uh, child obesity. Um, What do you think he should get into? Or what do you think he'll steer himself into outside of that? Or where should he steer his efforts into? Man. (laughs) I would really love to see like education reform mm. and like community outreach and he's already doing that with my bro with right, like, so, M- with mbk or whatever right. but i think that he's gonna be really really like that shit is on, like he started that shit in his presidency and it's kind of like taking a silent toll like not in a like in a bad way he just hasn't really he'll touch on it every time he speaks and especially when he's talking about children but i think that uh He's gonna be like, oh yeah, y'all didn't see what I was gonna do with this shit till, haha, motherfucker. Like I, you know, he said he's always. I mean, he said lately that he's gonna like take like a little break, like a year off, and just not do shit. And then he's gonna come back, like okay, like I think he's gonna roll his sleeves up and really like right. use all these contacts and like, you know, hopefully he can uh, get behind. I want to see fucking Cory Booker fucking in uh in office, man. I want him to be the next black president, black black male president, if not him, fucking Michelle Obama, because I don't see anybody else who's in the proper position. Um, in the Democratic Party to um, to lead and with the proper experience on top of that, but um, I don't want Michelle to be, get into a thing where they just trope her, but for being just another president's wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, she actually has a law degree, so you know, right? She's just not. Hey, but know. vote for Hillary though, because that's you know that's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> the the mm. Michelle's not just like a, a a model, you know, that came from overseas. No shots. Go ahead, fam. <laughs> I just feel like we're. Either like a hundred percent fucked, <laughs> or just a little bit. A hundred percent fucked, but in the with like a filter of hope mm-hmm. over it, and that's why when I vote, I'm not voting for either of those people. You gonna write in the rock? <laughs> write a new Dave. Hey, <laughs> no, the, some people actually were writing in the rock. The rock for like, like early voting. Dwayne Johnson. Yes, like yes, <laughs> dead ass. Like a, like it's a good a, choice. It's like a, a good choice. chunk of people in a certain area was like, "Can we vote for you, the Rock?" <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, <laughs> just as long as you vote, man. Honestly, 
He can't just rock bottom. <laughs> I mean, but like right. Trump's people are like low key just leaving, sh- like jumping ship left and right, yo. Left and right, Trump's people are leaving. They're like, okay, this shit is over. Yeah, it's over. I think they're standing in strong, man. I mean, I think if when you talk about like public officials that yeah. like had I'm his- talking about people on his actual like campaign team, right? Like campaign advisor gone, political advisor gone, like lead strategies gone. So I mean. Well, I mean, they're tying their futures to his sinking ship. So, I mean, what does that look like right. on your resume that you led Donald Trump down this deep, dark <laughs> path, right? You want to get him off at the peak. Like, right. I, look, I was here for all of this. Right. Pretty much. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's funny when I see people that, you know, will. I found that when people defend Donald Trump, they, like, feel that they have to talk louder than everybody else and try, try, try to talk over other people because that's the end. That's the only way that they feel that their point is made is just by talking louder they also don't defend him they they just highlight like what's wrong with everyone else right it's like this really delusional mm-hmm. approach i don't know Amen. pivoting but it's pivoting th- yeah there's that other thing where it's like oh yeah actually <laughs> there's that other thing where i feel like we're kind of getting two presidents for the um, price of one so what you mean because if we get hillary i mean yeah Bill's gonna just be chilling in the crib, but he also was president for eight years. So I know he's gonna have the the Puma Fenty joints. On <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine like Hillary stressed the fuck out in the office, like Ugh! he's just coming around like smoking a, a joint, like yo in his robe. You hit this shit. She's <laughs> like, like no, I got work to do. He's like, oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm, about to go, I'm about to go get some food from downstairs. That's you want some? Crazy that he's gonna be living he's back be in there, chilling, dog. He's gonna be the first wife. Think about to be the ambassador Bruce. to Brazil and <laughs> shit, yo. I'm about to be Bruh. chilling. What? Right. Oh, I miss this place so much. The things I've done in that room. Don't go in that room, though. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, um, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for the scandals. <laughs> chill, chill. We need to get them in first. Good. Um. So, I mean, I'm not a Giants fan, so I'm. I don't give two shits to not bash the giants or um their mishandling or the nfl's mishandling on the fuck shit it's on both of their ass to be honest it is it's on the giants it first is. because the giants knew the giants knew um, but the, the nfl knew too if the giants knew yeah, exactly so that's what i was getting to it. if the giants knew the, uh, the nfl absolutely knew it's known that the nfl actually knew about it um before it broke news uh, which is like kind of like they're always in a position to do that well back up to and, crisis and, and uh briefly break down what happened um so Basically, there's like there's this kicker beat his wife, and um, the Giants were just like acting like they were, like nothing happened, um, mind you. And like it's kind of a color thing, but if you look at uh, your man, the uh, Greg Hardy from the Cowboys, I mean, he did get suspended too, though. And it's they didn't pay him while he only when he was on leave when he was playing for the Panthers or whatever. Um, and then there was like he had other incidences while he was and he kind of shot himself in the foot but still like i feel like if you look at ray rice if you look at all of these other things like they will pounce on a nigga for if he hitting his wife but if a white dude does it especially if he's in a non-violent position there's a kicker it's like oh you know he wasn't that bad right. and we I mean, saw like fucktards like fucking drew weatherford come behind and say like uh oh i stand by my teammate 100 percent, but then talk shit about fucking uh colin kaepernick going into neil calling him unpatriotic and uh, like an animal basically then your fucking boy vic fucking victor cruz said the same shit 
Like, I'm, bro, I'm, what the fuck are you doing? So there's, there's she's not there, his wife. There's le- <laughs> there's levels. There's that le- a kid employee. There's there, there's layers to this. <laughs> he shit. stock shoes. So Josh Brown, that's the kicker from the Giants, right? He um is he white or black? He's white. Thank you. Um, he had numerous, and when I say numerous, I mean I think it was eighteen or nineteen times his wife had called the cops on him. 19 times mm. so that's one during the, he's he's a pro bowler he went to the pro bowl for the giants last year right oh. during the pro bowl while he was in his hotel with his wife he got very aggressive with her and she called the police on him then mm. so the nfl in knew hawaii. about this okay. in hawaii yeah the nfl knew about this the giants knew about this they knew about the numerous calls they did nothing right so they like kind of turned a blind eye to it of course if he would but he's a pro bowl kicker so this is how they turn a blind eye to it right and it's it's kind of crazy because if he sucked if he missed two field goals in next week's game and then proceeded to miss two field goals in the next week's game after they would cut him they actually gave him a contract extension in the offseason knowing all this information so it's just a and he's he's like did he miss no he didn't okay he's one of the top three paid kickers in the league so it's it's so it's just a level of uh uh uh, blind ignorance to it right so when shit comes to a head now and um he got suspended for it initially right the nfl requested the information the f that they found out information but they also neglected to find out more information they had the ability to do it but they didn't so they then this is all coming on the heels of after the ray rice shit after the greg hardy shit like dave was saying where it was just very and an aggressive attack on the players right and granted it's warranted because there's you you have no reason to put hands on a woman you love nonetheless your wife right so uh, everything warranted warranted today fast forward to last week when all this shit was found out it just doesn't feel like there was as much heat that was brought down on Ray Rice and was brought down on Greg Hardy and the the vitriol and like the all, all the you know um incensed hatred mm-hmm. it, it didn't feel like he felt a, a half of what ray rice felt and maybe that was not. because uh, uh uh there was no videotape right but come to find out a couple of days ago he had and it shouldn't have been released because it violates a confidentiality agreement between the therapists um but his book his manifesto they the, the the therapist said that he should write out everything that he's done and he put it in a book right the book somehow got leaked and all the pages of his script, what he did to his wife, where he would just verbally, uh, like uh, verbally abuse her, pulled her hair, dragged her down, like rough shit, right? Now, once it's come to light, the NFL's like, oh wait, this is bad. This looks bad. Now the public knows. And then today, I believe they fired him, right? Yeah, he just got released today. Yeah. So it took like the public like outcry. And like people persistently, and that's why like you know social media is such a good thing. Sometimes it's just like it took that continual persistence of like yo something has to be done, something has to be done. Right. I'm very disappointed in his own teammates though. Um, uh, there was a one of the player, one of the new draftees, a uh, mom actually um like spoke out and like wrote a whole piece about it and it was published, and like that was maybe Sunday I think. So okay. I, it's just I don't know, man. Like the NFL is pretty trash because they fucking move slow as shit on that. But then Antonio Brown twerking in the fucking end zone, they'll charge the shit out of him. Or if or you know even this year, this week, this past week, like they're just getting excessive with like the policing of 
celebration in a sport that the the fans probably go super crazy over you know what i'm saying they want that they need that like they're making the sport boring and the fucking sport is already failing so i don't really have any sympathy for the nfl right now um because they're fucking shooting themselves in the foot and they don't have any way to stop the bleeding um because they keep doing the same things you know um hey man i roger goodell's a fucking piece of shit man really and truly i mean it, it garners uh, uh you know discussion because you have instances where they knew about this. They knew about this. And he initially only got suspended for one game, right? And then once it all came to light, they were like, oh, we fucked up. And then they cut him, right? So, but you have these instances like when Colin Kaepernick, like Dave was saying, uh, uh, with him protesting on the field, and there's just vitriol everywhere. But there wasn't, I don't feel like there was a third of that for this act that this despicable human being that had come to terms with you know that he was writing down his book but um that, that had got uh, vented and and outleted so um i mean i don't fail is a harsh word i don't think nfl is failing there's they're like a 10 billion dollar industry but um it's not a good look definitely a couple black eyes from this week for sure um nba's back like we talked about Goddamn right um tonight's, the real stuff tonight's the first game um even Fab could talk about it now. Ain't no. <laughs> um, it's at it's at halftime right now, Dave. I think it's forty four. Yeah, it's close. It's close game right now. Yeah. Um, doesn't don't the Warriors play tonight? They play tonight too. Yeah. Hopefully we can catch oh, that game. Right. I saw a poll. <clears throat> there's there's a straw poll and like I think like thirty like out of like thirty uh, ESPN correspondents, like 28, 27 of them have um the Warriors winning this year. Uh, two of them have the Cavs and one person. A hilarious dude decided he <laughs> the Clippers are going to win this year, right? So, uh, I mean, the crazy. Clippers if they, if they don't win this year, it's a wrap. They're breaking that team up. So, yeah, right. Whatever. Good choice. I, the Knicks are eighty to one in Vegas. Shit, I'm gonna put forty dollars on them. Think I'm not? You know what that flip is? Shit. Yeah, that's crazy. What's that? Thirty two grand or thirty two hundred? Hundred. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Um. I don't understand, like how basketball and football overlap so easily i feel like football just started well, it does. football's week in like week seven. nine isn't it week basketball seven. just ended week eight actually yeah just ended why is it in all? june that was a long that was not that long ago it was the beginning of june too and no it's like middle, the, june, like, middle june it's usually done so by it's only day. off for a season yeah yeah that's crazy yeah 82 games can't get that money rolling man i guess that's what Adam Silver was talking about earlier today, matter of fact. He was doing interviews, you know, promoting the league because the league's opening games is tonight. And he's like, yeah, it's all about revenue. They didn't. And thank God it's looking like um, Adam Silver and the Players Union have come together on an agreement so they won't lock out like they did a couple years ago when the season didn't start until Christmas Day. Oh, that was crazy. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. So they, they have their agreement in place. So the league is good for another eight years, and the players is getting some more money on the back end. So it, they, they were able to come to a common ground. So that's a good look. That's a real good look. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm just happy that, like, now we're reaching, like, because you get, like, a month or two of just, like, dryness in the mm -hmm. sports season. Um, thank God that we had the Olympics this year. Yeah, it's usually during the summer. But now it's like we're back in the peak. Like we're in the World Series. Um, got the World Series, got football, and we got basketball going on. So yeah. this is this. It's is like tremendous. the start of like 
sports season when it's it starts to get its peak and just starts to get rolling. Yo, Cleveland might win two titles. That's fucking crazy. Are they not winning fifty? I don't know. They about to break the, that curse. That that wall's being broken open. That should be great. No, nah, that's not the Cubs gonna win in five. Um, I mean, yeah, I, w- I low key, <laughs> I would love to see the Cubs kind of break their curse too. You know, so yeah, the Cubs, the Cubs haven't been to the World Series since 1945. Yeah, I mean, and they haven't won it since 1908. If you know, you know about the fucking the game. No, yeah. so um, can we can we get into the to the fuck shit now? Here we are. Can we get into <laughs> mm. Mm. so? Let's all try to be calm. Let's be civil about this. I'm, I think we'd be civil. Let me pull up, man. My over under is that this goes left in six minutes. <laughs> six? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hold on. Before we do anything, um, yo, congrats to Nick, yo. Congrats to Nick. What oh, oh yeah. Uh, Nick oh, just yeah. just Nick just found out. I don't know if he. Well, I guess by tomorrow, most of the people that he knows will know. But he just got a job with Fox. In LA, in LA, Fox. He'll Force. be producing Skip Bayless's new show. Holy shit! Yeah. Yes, bruh fucking amazing bro he was just here we were just talking about this shit like wow. a month ago Manifest he was on the show dream. and we were talking about basically going for it yo going for it and getting it and putting the work in put the hours in and he's man look recognition so shout out to nick man i don't know if you've seen the tech is a group is like blown up yeah hell yeah well you know the guys right yeah <laughs> <laughs> shut up ashley <laughs> you're here to be a pedestrian oh <laughs> um, yeah man Go ahead, Dave. You can start off. I'll let you. I'll let you. Um, the word. Yeah, I mean, so basically, uh, I think it was like last week. Like it was like low key, like the day after that we we uh, we recorded last yeah, it was week. Like Thursday. Yeah, it was like Thursday. Um, Kanye was in. Where was he? He was in Seattle. Yes, he was in Seattle because he's on the, the West Coast right now. He's in LA tonight, but uh, he was in Seattle. And um, unlike, I mean, unlike something that he would always do, he kind of like felt he had something on his chest um big brother big brother was actually on the playlist and um he's like hold on i got something to say real quick um kanye he expressed how he felt the way about a few things first it was about um how jay never uh jay really didn't reach out like didn't reach out how he expected him to um to him after kim got um was like you know bound gag and robbed in uh in paris he just like I guess Jay just called him and was just like, "Yo, you good?" Type shit. Um, people get robbed every day, b. Um, <laughs> and so he's like, "Okay." He's like, and so Kanye was like, "Yo, fuck that!" Like, if you want to know how I'm doing, like, come to the crib. Um, I mean, I think I I kind of see that because I, I, I Kanye lives in in Cali or whatever. He does have a crib out here in New York, but I, I don't think that's like a hundred twenty four seven. I know the, the warehouse and the factory is out in Calabasas or whatever that Adidas bought him. Um then he goes on to say, you know, like, you know, that's not how, you know, people supposed to act. Like when we friends, I thought we was friends. And then he goes on to say talking about how um Watch the Throne two is never gonna come out. Um which basically alludes to the fact that it's finished, but that um they can't come up with a proper agreement between Apple Music um and title um and we know kanye has rolled into the ground for fucking title for jay um in the past but you know there's this whole apple music thing and i'm sure jay if he would have it he does he doesn't want um watch the throne 2 to be at on um on apple music at all probably so i mean there's that you want to see <laughs> do you want me to go first or you want to respond keep, to keep that? going keep going. um get all three items off oh uh, yeah and then there was the other thing about uh 
the pop style, which is like, okay, Kanye, we're just going to talk about it all. <laughs> like, that was the least important of all of the points. But pop style of all fucking songs, he was like, he was mad, I guess, as an artist that the the painting, the canvas wasn't as great as it could have been. Because if everybody heard the pop style, we all heard the original version that came out before um, the album dropped, before... Uh, Views came out and it had Jay's verse on it. It wasn't even a J verse. It, it was, was a bar. It was, <laughs> it was a bar. Somebody said so Jay, someone said Jay went through a revolving door, stopped in Macy's, and was like, "Nah, nah never mind." Uh, and nah. went back. I was crying. Right. He went through. Uh, he went through Drake's driveway. It was like, you know what? Keep driving. Yeah, I'm good on this. Uh, and then you know, Jay gives him some bars. It was a really good verse. But uh, he's like, "Yo, the reason why he didn't Drake didn't or he, they couldn't come up with an agreement on that is because Jay was standing behind. Jay's been silently standing behind Meek this entire fucking time. But also, this is like conspiracy, which is kind of I feel like kind of a thing that Jay's kind of a uh, I don't want to say threatened. That's not the word I want to use. But like, kind of feels a way about how Drake is taking over and kind of like not." Maybe saying like, yeah, you still got the top. He's like saying like, fuck anybody that was before me or above me. Like I'm at the top now. And he's like sent, maybe has sent fucking Meek at Drake to his own demise. Um, <laughs> Cause that was like, yo, of all people, bro. But uh, he, he sent Meek cause you know, Meek is like kind of under this whole like whatever rock nation kind of weird. Well, so that's where I was going to go into is that yes, I don't. I mean, it's not like Jay has come out and publicly and endorsed Meek. In well, Meek is signed to management by Rock Nation, right? Exactly. Is. So he's under Rock Nation. Yeah. So I mean, Ross hasn't been out here on Drake songs lately. So why would you expect Jay to be? Ross also hasn't gone at at uh, and neither has Jay. Ross is also like deflected every time. Where Jay probably won't say nothing, won't say anything. No, Jay's actually nowhere to actually have a to have an interview to do this shit and won't. For that exact reason, even try to do it because he gonna know come up. it's gonna come it's gonna up. come up, yeah. and there's no re- he's not promoting shit. There's no reason for him to like even do it, you know, not to go to a fucking breakfast club or some shit like that if his album's not coming out. Drink champs, I can't wait for that that interview. Yo, if they get Jay on, Jay actually Jay said Jay told Nori that he would do it. So that oh that's gonna be fucking great because you know Nori don't give a fuck. He go that's gonna be the first question, bro. What's up with you and Kanye? Make some noise! Make some noise for beef! Make some noise for beef! <laughs> like yo, if you listen to Drink Traps, that was funny. But uh, yeah, like there's that whole thing about like Jay supporting Meek or actually putting the battery in Meek's back, like to be like yo, your album came out. Drake has the second best song on your album. Hey, shoot yourself in the foot, which has become a theme of this episode. <laughs> shoot yourself in the foot and make sure that, that that song never gets performed live ever. Cause we can do that. Cause you know, if you want that to happen, all you gotta do is just make this little tweet. And then Jay's like, yo, come on, tweet it, tweet it out, dog, tweet it out. And so yeah, so Kanye was mad that you know the basically the, the greatness of the song was ruined even with Jay's one bar. The greatness of the song. <laughs> it's not his fucking song. He had a verse on the song. I think Ye was just in the points. So you know, like when you arguing with your girl. And like you just start ratting off shit. You're like, you don't even fucking put the toilet paper the right way. Like the like the, the argument was about, you know, being on time and some shit like that. <laughs> and just <small laughs> he was just like, he's just so mad that all the little shit that gets to you like just comes out. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that's what that was. But right. Kanye was absolutely emotional when he was uh when he was uh <laughs> when he was doing that. To which uh was responded to by my guy Ken over here, by my guy. 
Ken over here is uh, what was it? Was it tuck your shirt in, B? Nah, or it pull was, your skirt pull, down. It was pull your fucking skirt. Down, yeah, pull your yeah, skirt yeah. down. Now here's what my thing. He bitching though. up about? Was he bitching up about? Like the original thing, like beyond the fucking stupid pop style comment, which I don't even you know, like if he feels a way about like you know his he's an artist. Like I feel not even just being an artist as a human being. Like I feel like he has the the fucking he should have the freedom to fucking say some shit and right. get some shit off his chest. You okay. know what I'm saying? Jay's your man's. Jay's your, if Jay, if, I'm talking to you, if you're Kanye, <laughs> Jay's your man? Yeah, that's my man. So why the fuck don't you call him and tell him this instead of telling a crowd of 50,000 people like if it's I'm that, almost certain if that, that important to you? Was trying to, I'm, sure, I'm almost certain that a call happened first. Yeah, Because like Kanye's never, no, un, no, no. look, Kanye's never unprovoked, bro. He's never unprovoked. If come he on. does something, no, come on. What do you mean, come on? Never the reason why The reason why he fucking, let's go back to when he did the Zane Lowe interview. The reason why he fucking was like, oh, you can't, nah, you can't control me he, oh he, he went off at um the at the then uh designer for Saint laurent uh hedy slamane like yo what you mean like you need us nigga like what the fuck like you ain't gonna tell me to come to your fashion show and not do nothing else that had just happened right after in, in uh yeezus it happened right after basically he tried to break the wall in the fashion and he fucking said i feel chained Boxed right now in, right yeah i mean and that's where you get that response from and like the 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 I I've been trying to talk to this guy and that guy. That's after. So wait, wait, wait. He said Jay called him, right? And Jay said, "Yo, are you good?" <laughs> so you, you think at that point he said, "Nigga, if you think I'm good, come to the crib." No, I don't think that. that That's was, my fucking point. You think you're saying that? If you're you, saying that now, why the fuck didn't you say that to when he was on the phone? With but you? here's the thing. That's I'm not saying that he completely was like, "Yeah, man, I'm all right." And it, I think, but I think that's what he was saying. You think that's what he said? That's exactly what he was And do you think he, he went home and thought about it? Like, hold man, on. Nigga, I'm not good. My right. wife just got robbed, nigga. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Okay, call that man. Tell him how you feel. You're going to go and vent your feelings out because you have a microphone in front of yeah. 30,000 people while you're sitting on stage like a god? I mean, come tell, talk to that man if that's your man's, bro. Oh, no. I mean, but who's the same? And then, and then, and why then, can't no, he do that, though? Why, they, why can't he do that? It's not like he I'm, fucking no, aired he can out do it. it's personal his, business, though. But I that, feel like. That's exactly what he did, though, was air out personal business. Oh, yeah, there was that. I'm sorry. I missed, I missed, a, I missed a big one, too. Right, yeah. I missed another big that's one. It was, it was like, four. Yeah. So after the. It was kind of like a, a 1A to the. Uh, it's am right. I okay? It was the fact that, like, he was saying, like, yo, if, if you want to see how I'm doing, like, come to the crib, bring Blue Ivy. Tell her, you know, have her come kick it with Nori. You know what I'm saying? That was another thing. He definitely felt the way about that. Like, I would have been like, yo, the wedding, the wedding low key, the wedding low key would have pissed me off more than the fucking you coming to hang with my kids. Right. Shit. Right. I understand the wedding, but understand that the wedding was also filmed. The wedding was filmed. The proposal was filmed. Everything about their life is filmed. You're talking about Jay and B, the most private, powerful couple out right now you think they're gonna step in front of a camera while kim kardashian's fucking army of cameras are surrounding them? Nah, first of all first of all we're not gonna talk about the, the most the reason they fucking have marketed themselves exactly the most they market themselves that way that way no they've marketed themselves i'm talking about jmb that's have right marketed themselves as being like the most private so that they can make a fucking grip off of any time they open the door Listen, just a little bit however you right. do however you do so that's like you you're, you're, bro, if you're selling your fucking if you're selling your privacy what is the difference bro there's a difference between you selling your privacy and then your privacy being marketed and made money off of somebody else there's a big fucking difference 
friends. Down. I mean, there was so many. There was so so many people at that joint, and the fact. I mean, they was taking motherfuckers' phones away okay. and making people like take shit off okay. after. Um, when he um, what was that? That was I think it was that was that Candlestick Park. It was at no no the um proposals at Candlestick Park. Yeah, it was at Candlestick Park in San Francisco. Um, you know what I'm saying? And they like more than me. Well, I remember when that happened because it was a big thing because a couple people it might have been like Swiss Beats or Alicia Keys it was somebody who maybe nah it was somebody lower who probably shouldn't have been there but they were just hyped to be there like maybe somebody in like Kanye's camp or something like a designer or something put the video out and he had to take that shit down because like yo fuck that but I mean at first I was like oh shit he didn't even film it but then I realized like, oh shit they put it on the show they fucking put this shit on the show well, everything I he knew what he was getting tough into when he when he married Kim though, but right, even still, did, but Ye did exactly. So if he, he didn't do th- no, he's not doing. I'm not saying he he did that and knowing no, like no no no. But what I'm saying is knowing that knowing how your wife is and knowing how public and how much access she allows around her, you can't expect you know Jay. You know Jay's a private person. He's not gonna put himself in that circle, man. That's not him, and he's not gonna allow Kim to market him to make herself money and make herself. You know what I'm saying? I can I can That's I can not gonna understand happen. that. But then there's this thing about um, like now, like, you know, like page six and like all of these little different outlets who like deal in this gossip have been saying that, like, there are people in Jay's camp that's just saying like, yo, um, like, I'm not saying that they said exactly that it was post Ye's uh, um, post Donda passing. But like the Kanye post Donda is like the one that that he don't really you know what I'm saying? He don't really fuck with that gay anymore. Like right. the, uh even uh yeah, so uh they had the twenty year anniversary for the Rockefeller event last Wednesday. They did a little pop up shop. Pop up shop, yeah. And um some good. page six did an interview with them and a couple other people and they were like, Yo, what's up with you know, what's up with this whole Kanye J dynamic? And Biggs was like, Yo, I'm Jay miss we we all we missed the old Kanye. Like we missed the old Kanye, and then it's like they're saying like he's just an erratic artist that now Jay tolerates being around in 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 doses or whatever. And so I think like that's crazy because I'm the by the way of Ye's frustration is just like he definitely felt that Jay was maybe like a a bigger part of his life than that, especially being someone that like think about Ye within rap. How many people can actually can he talk to that will understand the shit that he's going through? You know, outside of like your mom passing because Gloria's still alive, right? But you know, shout to Gloria Carter. But uh, <laughs> no, um, but to, can understand the perils of just being at the top. You right. know, like there's nobody up there black. I mean, out with him, you know, like you know, like the, the Drake thing ain't really a thing. You know, and it's just like. For him and Jay, I think that he always looked at Jay as a as a confidant and a mentor and a brother. And I feel like Literally, he doesn't he doesn't my feel big brother. yeah he doesn't feel the reciprocation of that you know. And I think that once that realization hit, which just hit like last week, I that think that niggas really don't fuck with you like you think they do. Yeah, because you kind of switched up on niggas. I mean, but what's the switch up though? I mean, Come Jay's on. known for just kind of leaving people when they kind of like mm, don't really serve a purpose anymore. So, and that was the other thing that I was said that like Jay was tolerating him because he knew the fucking Watch the Throne would be big, but now that he's got this title thing, it's like yo, I'm on. You know what I'm saying? If if title if, if Apple can't do a deal, then it's a wrap, which is kind of like that's very bullheaded. But you know, go ahead, Fab. I know you want to say something. Um, a get couple off, of things. Get it off your chest. Um, I hear you on the I miss the old Kanye situation. Um. 
I don't know. It's hard because like, you know, like in your own family or maybe you don't have this, but like in your own family, you got like your mom's side, your dad's side. Okay. For me, my dad's side always had like those cousins that (laughs) my mom didn't really describe those cousins that my mom didn't really like us going around okay but like we still saw them you know here and there because of holidays and stuff my my thing is that like i was surprised to see that their kids haven't played together ever Mm -hmm. like that that was that was the biggest surprise for me and i get it and we were talking about this in the chat just like a little bit before we realized we should shut up and just bring it to the podcast (laughs) um but my thing is like not every play date like if if they have a problem with kim and like her lifestyle which like you know that's not you know if that's the case that's not too shocking right exactly. but like not every play play date has to have a camera and i don't know it's like those cousins to answer your question like for me those cousins who who i love but like they were like the weed smokers they barely went to school the the bad role models you know what i mean the bad influences yeah so but we still interacted with them here and there and my mom hated taking us there but we still went every now and then because like you kind of have to compromise so i feel like i get it in a sense that like jay-z or you know this is all speculation because we don't know them but um like for instance if jay-z isn't really fucking with new kanye especially because he's crazy you know what i mean or whatever the case is yeah not you know what i mean he's just he's just out (laughs) there sure um expressive expressive um i i don't know if that's like your family though like we all heard and, right so when you said that the, the thing that rang, rang off in my head was like well i mean they, beyonce she's southern and jake i mean he got he, they got family you know at the end of the day they got family they, at the end of, so kanye, kanye don't really have family like that like that and we know from like fucking real friends that the family that he do have kind of treat him like shit well another thing to that and how my other point was going to be like how you were bringing up how he misses that like relationship with jay and like yeah. that big brother somebody that's relatable i don't know if that's really true because like how much can he really relate to kim kardashian you right. know what i mean like that whole family like he married that fucking family yeah so it's like is he really missing that you know relatableness like and especially like being black like there's nothing fucking black about kardashian except for what's inside them like let's mm. be honest. <laughs> on a nightly basis i'm just saying like Bullet. Jay shout is so all about like, his brand. Shout out though. to here go, <laughs> yeah boy. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just saying Jay's all about his brand, man. You know, once you start doing things that are going to affect his brand, he's going to have to distance himself. Period. And and if anybody here is trying to rep, grow a brand, you're not going to want to have any type of loose cannons, any loose anything now, destroying anything that you your can't shit. Control. That you can't. Yeah, you don't. It's an audible. You don't know like what's gonna happen like when he ran up on stage and did the shit with taylor swift you seen jay's face he's like yo yeah i gotta tell you to i gotta tell you how to behave like i shouldn't have to do that you get what i'm saying so like at this point when i'm trying to grow something where everybody's hesitant everybody's like oh talking about shit about title and apple music and stuff he's trying to he's not trying to have none of that kim kardashian kanye no blogs none of that he don't want to be in that. And uh, this nigga, the I mean, biggest, wait, this nigga the biggest not- artist though, and he fucking still like 
for for gold mad bread yeah he for gold mad though apple's about to give him mad money he said no if i can't get money with my bro i don't want to fucking do it and went on and fucking only puts the like Apple gets the updated version of the album way late. They got the he got the he put the album on fucking on title. Wait, wait, you saying Kanye was yes. gonna get yeah. that money? He he turned down Mad Bread, Larry Brown. Uh, that's his name, right? Larry, Larry. Yeah, no, Larry Brown's a coach. Larry, yeah, I know Larry Brown, the coach from the Sixers, but somebody. His name's it starts. His name starts with Larry, but like he's a black dude who does all of the development for um for Apple Music or whatever. And so um he's the one who got um got Drake the deal, he got fucking uh Travis Scott the deal, so like all that shit. So he was trying to get Kanye very hard. They was giving him they was about to throw mad bread at him, but he was like, Yo, fuck it, it won't feel right if I can't get if I if my brothers and I, if we all can't eat off the same shit. He said, I don't wanna ever get to a point where I get an award and I have to look around for my shit. I want everybody to be on stage because we all winning at the same time now if that's not fucking loyalty like i understand why he's upset if he doesn't feel the same loyalty giving right back to him because this is now money now because you're talking about business this is now money now yeah but the money is gonna be there that's oh, not, that's you not, can't fucking pick and choose when you're talking about business though but kanye's not let that's like like for example um we did an interview with uh forget who one of the actors one of the big black actors i can't even think denzel forget forget the name he was just like look i shut down shit all the time and they tell me about money it's not about the money because he's gonna make the money so but it's about the money for jay-z absolutely and if you you brought up the money in the business and i'm saying that I said it's about branding Kanye, i said about the brand. okay branding right fucking uh fucking life of pablo was probably one of the biggest albums to ever be exclusively put out on title period outside of lemonade yes 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 but that still had HBO. Yep, when HBO first. So like, all I'm saying is that he like how I'm I'm agreeing with Ken. You if you if y'all if y'all boys, I don't think you I'm saying go it's cool. In. It's cool when the money's there. It's cool when I can give you money. But when I but when I need you for actual support, when my fucking family is in danger. But what is whoa, 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 wait wait wait? What do you mean support? Like how what what are you talking about? Yeah, what like Kanye is 36. Jay is 42. Kanye has a family. Kanye wasn't involved in that situation. His wife was. What does he need support from Jay for? I'm saying, but like, right. and then the so fact now that not, 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 you say he, he needs support from Jay. Like, Granted, he, Jay, it's not like Jay just turned him off and said, "Oh shit, that's fucked up." Sent him a text message. Jay called him like, "Yo, bro, what's up?" It's not like Kanye. Uh, Kanye I mean, granted, Kanye was moving around, but Kanye's also on tour too. So he's about to come out. He's supposed to come out and meet Kanye on tour, bro. How you doing? What's up? I mean, dog. What else? Is, yeah. what, what the fuck else is Jay Z doing right now? He what might be talking? handling. You're saying that like that was Kanye's joint, and she she got robbed. His at fucking the wife. His like, kids could have been in that motherfucker. That's what I'm yo. saying, and like, Jay said, "Yo, bro, are you all right? Is your wife good? What? What? What's what up? It, like what? What, what do you, what do you want, want him to do? do? Yeah, I'm just saying. I think that. Kanye probably would have treated that situation differently. He probably would have. But fucking, what would Kanye done? He probably would have flew to that where that motherfucker yeah, was at he flew. to console. So you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like. And then what? You guys don't know what con- like consoling people is. It's that's in a not- time of crisis. Like that's absurd. I'm not saying that it's not absurd, but it's like you, sir, you not ev- you can't expect everybody to do what you're gonna do. That's another thing. Like I can understand that, yes. but you know, that like- probably is the root of his frustration because he would do so much for somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like. You talking about building a legacy and all this stuff? Like, yeah, Kanye could say fuck Jay. Kanye does not need Jay money wise. Period. He's no. his own empire. He's right. He He's could right. go to he could go to fucking title. He could not title. He could go to fucking Apple Music. He could bring all of good music over there and just say fuck you. I got my own thing. But he's like, look, look, you are the reason why I'm here. I 
pledge so my utmost be, loyalty, even from the jump from when Kanye okay, didn't. But, but hold on, but but you can also go back and say title music A is not what Jay thought it would be, but that's why A, that's why B, Jay's trying to be in talks for Apple Music to buy out title. That's I mean, what, those are just talks, and that's also. I mean, but it's also because it goes back into the music because. But the, even even Kanye said back in August he was like, "Yo, j- tell um dude, not Steve Jobs, the nigga who took over for Steve Jobs. What's his name? Uh, um, from Apple. Um." Fuck, whatever his name. He's like, yo, you're not Steve Jobs, Cook. bro. Yeah, um, um, Sam. What is? I'm about to say Sam. Sam Cook. Cook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not Michael Cook. It's uh, fuck, whatever. Mr. Cook from Apple. He was like, yo, just cut Jay his check so y'all can merge and get everything together and get this money moving. Jay said this back in August. That's also a form of saying, like, look, fuck me. Get my brother straight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Awesome. You making my point for me. So you think so Ye they, put those talks together? Yeah, cause okay, I'm not saying like overall, cause there's really no reason for fucking title to buy for or for uh, Apple to buy title. They could just let them fucking crumble and then right. let the albums just continue to go over like they do already. They don't really need a reasonable doubt or fucking a volume two to be on fucking Apple Music. People are fine without it. My point is that we're discussing this because Kanye's went went. On stage, if you boys go to him and call him and talk and to him direct, like we said but from Kanye the jump, is, we obviously what? know that it was not unprovoked. We know that there was a fucking conversation that happened before that. And like I'm saying, at the end of the day, as a person, and it's hard when you're everything that you say outside. There's always anytime he steps outside, there's always going to be people around him. So whatever he says outside is always going to get projected and fucking get a signal boost. But he put himself in that position in the beginning. But that, he's known for ranting. That, well, but that's, but but that's you not what that some, is, you can't make. You can't make Jay want to be a part of we're something. We're not saying that. But, so that's but, what. But Jay, what you're saying is that Kanye rants. You know that's him. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Because he rants. If you want to talk to Jay, bro, like we said, he had the conversation. How do you know you, he didn't text him and Jay didn't curve him? How do you know? He talked to Jay. He talked to Jay. He said this. I talked to Jay. <laughs> yeah, what if he did call what if he did call him and then Jay was just like, yo, you good? <laughs> Your wife good? <laughs> like, damn. Oh, all right. Damn. Cause he low-key didn't damn, say that he spoke crazy. to him. All he said is that Jay said. You don't know if he's like, anyways. Yeah. Anyways, that shit's crazy. Jay was like, damn, that's just crazy. Damn, Jay, you yeah, good? Jay. I think that Kanye, right. honestly, like, um, on one side, I, I understand that the, I'm not saying that Jay is wrong. I'm just saying that Kanye is also not wrong in feeling away. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Jay has a brand and he wants his brand to be portrayed as such that's one thing and I fu- i'm sure that there was probably some type of like uh like hesitancy w- from jay's words to be like yo kim there's a lot of things that come with kim kardashian bro like you know when they were still and i'm sure that kim was probably definitely like the fucking the uh kanye just has to respect that jay has never wanted himself in the public like how Kanye is, he's never wanted that. So as being a little brother to your big brother, you should know that off jump. Actually, Kanye's actually never really wanted to be in the public. I'm not he saying, gets mad when yeah, the fucking, but you know. he might not want to be. But you got to know if you're doing a certain action, you're going to. You just have to know that that's an equation. I mean, like, but you're just, gonna say like, okay, I shouldn't. You shouldn't marry the the woman that. I mean, let's just let's just put it out to say, okay, he loved the girl. He said he loved her for the long time. Boom, boom, boom. If he knows that it comes with like opening your life up, you're gonna say no because you you still love the girl at the end of the day. So I mean, you're gonna he should be shunned for following his heart. No, I'm not saying shunned. I'm saying as the little brother, you know your big brother 
did n- never wanted to be doesn't like to be in the public I think that's bullshit yeah, it is. I think Thank y'all you. are forgetting who the fuck Jay-Z is right. yeah but he doesn't when when do you hear Jay-Z he's, he's low now because he's wiped yeah, up and right. these hoes will yeah, out but when him. he was out okay. he was never really he's, talking he's, about 40, he's like 42 and he's a family man now okay he's not, he's now but don't, don't like don't like, paint like, this but, picture but you mean now but that's that, what we talk about no I'm not saying because y'all are painting this picture that like jay has been the most reclusive motherfucker in the world fuck no he hasn't like Jay is most deaf or somebody no i'm just saying that he's not you don't see him in the tabloids every you never really did before either like that the last shit you heard about jay being in the the tabloids when they thought he was fucking with free when he stabbed no when he's fucking with free all these Uh, examples with all I, I can he, I can name two the girl and that shit, that shit with free when free was on 106 and Park 106 and Park ain't been on ten years come on stop that man you don't hear Jay's not out here like that stop not out here. stop, stop portraying Jay to be out it's not the true point I'm making I'm not is portraying that. anything but y'all are trying to portray him to be Mother Teresa I'm not saying he's uh, he's no, a saint I'm not, saying he's not out here Gay is out here Kim is out here B is not out here uh, like Kanye that Kanye is only out here Dog. because he's trying to fucking change the fucking culture call it what you want I'm not saying whatever for reason what you want but that's him Jay gonna be out here when he makes this next album. With this, the rebuttal to Lemonade, and then we, we're y'all gonna But we've been waiting on that for a yeah, year and a half. Music, when that's that, his, that that's not, You can't wait on that from the moment Lemonade's been dropped. What you Yo, mean? He only music. announced it. It was a month after. It was like, oh, we're going to hear the okay, drop But this Jay. is music to Kanye, too. This is all part of it. He's an nah. artist. Oh, my nah. gosh. All I, like I said, I like I said. To the fullest. I hear No, it. dog. Like, don't. I literally sat here and was just like, okay, this was a little too, this was a little like unimportant for you to say at this moment, but I understand where you're going. But at the same time, I'm also not saying that like Jay is wrong for like how he moves I'm just saying for Kanye to feel away he's valid for wanting to fucking feel away yeah. don't fucking call him a girl for having emotions right. you know so what I'm calling him a girl for not whack. for just don't call niggas girls period how about that boom I, I didn't call him a girl who called him a girl I'm being off of what he said I I'm said just saying like just insinuating insinuating that he's less than a man for like speaking out loud you know what I'm saying like I'm not saying less but you gotta be a man and because people like y'all say making comments like niggas are being girls are the reason but that kids cut girls? No you said that. I no, said no, pull no, his skirt. Pull his skirt down. Yeah. Who wears skirts? Ken? I said, I said, the pull Irish. Skirt down. I'm saying the no, Irish wear skirts. They do. That's what we're talking they about. Oh, okay. They do. So he's All being right. Irish. All right. Got it. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I mean, shit. That's a tough situation because I mean, like, look, you I gotta got, be in that shit, bro. I got a you studio, be in that right? Shit and yeah, obviously, right. like he's not mad for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So all I want to say is that he's not mad for nothing. And we don't, we know what Kanye said. Kanye could have left out details about what was said and what's being exchanged, or how even the last, however old both the damn kids are, and however long they've been, he'd he'd been, he'd been married and in public with this girl. How many things have been exchanged? He just decided to put out what he felt was still kind of like probably like the the the, the safest version for him to say in public you know what i'm saying like he didn't out jay privacy right no he didn't threaten jay's privacy by what he said ken how long we known each other going on about all 15 right. all right if i got ro- if my god forbid my studio got robbed right i'm not expecting ken to come over here with like a, that's a you, meal bro. and that's like you. bro that's you, you you're creating you're creating an exceptionary fucking example that's not 
what you should but judge if I Kanye were, off But of what though. I'm trying to say is if I was to expect that, as if Ken hit me with like, yo, you good, everything, all right? Like, am I supposed to be like, he didn't come over? He's going to go on Facebook, he on didn't. Facebook yo, Live fuck, and rant. Fuck the last Niggas call. Niggas come over. Niggas know. See if I'm good. And he just left me and went to a new studio, never hit me just up, never, never came over. because y'all are not familiar over. with compassion. I'm, it's not about Doesn't compassion. <laughs> it is, though. It's, like, it's, but you're judging what, someone because you don't. But you're you like, nah, nah, nah. I don't mean like that. You just said the same example Sometimes again. people need to show up And that's how they show Like people have different versions Of their love languages Alright Maybe Jay does too Now if I were to If I Would it be wrong If I aired y'all out And that happened would I be? Would I be? Would I? It'll be. It should be okay, right? I think. Yeah, that's what basically y'all saying. Should I, go I should be on Twitter like fuck them, fuck that shit. They like didn't if, even. If we, if if you were to respond to something in your own way, as a human, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna hit you like that's fucked up, but. I can't tell you how to react. Exactly, but nobody. I, but that's fine, and, and you can't tell Jay how to react, and you and and you you. Can't oh, you can't tell Kanye how to react. Yeah, I'm not telling him how to react. I'm just well, saying you are. You trying to put, you trying to say like he shouldn't be doing this, he shouldn't be doing that. You say you can't tell Jay how to react. He's not the victim. <laughs> but you're making him out to be the victim. No, no he nobody's you making are. Jay the victim. You, you are. are. All right. <laughs> Uh, that's just crazy. All I said in the story. If you, man, if you have these out, issues, <laughs> call at me. I'm sure you can reach Jay. I'm sure right. Jay's not present. End on his phone. We're oh, not Ye, getting nowhere. Jay calling again. Jay calling again. Dead, 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 right. dead. Fuck out of here. We're not getting not nowhere with that. There's we can two only... types of people in this uh, world. Okay. Um, let's talk about Drake's <laughs> new tracks. Uh, I heard one of them and I started laughing my ass off. Which one did you hear? I heard the one where he, um, Two Birds, One Stone. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, that shit is uh, interesting. Yeah. He put out four songs. It was his birthday uh, last, this past Sunday. He just turned 30. Right. Which is crazy because he should be a grown man by now. But um, yeah, I mean, I oh, there's a few things that I feel about that that song specifically. Talk about it. Um, there's that. I, I think I, I tweeted about this. I was like, yo, if you're like, if you're not the toughest guy in the room, but you're not the low, you're not the weakest guy in the room. Right. You're going to always like. It's easy for you to, to pick on the weakest guy. Walk past or, niggas and bump them with your shoulder. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to prove to the tougher guys that, that I'm here. Yeah. And I think that Drake has always done that in his career. He's always bumped the guy who's lower than him. And now he's like been in the weight room, done put on some muscle. And now he's like, you know what? Fuck that guy. Fuck you, motherfucker. Like he's like, <laughs> and Pusha is definitely... Not that guy. Well, <laughs> pu- pu- not even say he's not that guy. Pusha's definitely the toughest guy in the room. With hip hop, um, only a, the other tough guys in the room who actually have gone at Pusher have been Lil Wayne, and he kind of initiated that. Lil Wayne did by kind of being like, "I'm the bathing ape junkie" and all this type of shit. When everybody knows that, like Pharrell and Nigo have been best friends since like the fucking mid '90s, right. and he is the one who really ushered bathing ape into the fucking American system. Even though I think Cassidy was the first nigga to wear bapes in a video. In a music video But I'm sure that fucking Pharrell has had them shits on ice For a long ass fucking yeah, time And you know They made Mr. Me Too Because of that And that kind of shut down That shit at that time And then Wayne and uh, Wayne and uh, Whatchamacallit Had their their, their whole beef Because that was the beginning Of Wayne starting to be like Hey man where's my bread at Or like the young money niggas Started to drop off And like It was like wait Niggas ain't getting paid And then there was the When we heard Was that a song called Funeral signed to one nigga To sign to another nigga yeah. To sign to three niggas and Right That's bad luck So he So you know And that's when You know excellent, I think excellent. Wayne Wayne excellent. was in jail at the time Right 
Was Wayne in jail at the time? I don't think so. There was a period where basically like Drake was fighting Wayne's battles for him, and I rem- and I he did everything but go at fucking Pusha, and so he's been avoiding like Pusha has probably Pusha been Pusha got a whole album. Pusha got a whole album of like of different songs. If you take all the songs, he's like. Should have shot at Drake. His caskets. Yo, all I see is victims. Even all the way up to the last song he just dropped at HGTV, yeah. he says something about like a uh, uh, invisible pen, so the feeling ain't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, going at um, Drake having the sky, Ghost Riders, but my ceiling ain't there. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's it's been poking the bear for a long a while. Like, time. Yeah, you talk tough, man, but what's up? And Drake waited until basically like Drake waited in behind like till his HP got all the way up to full like okay now I'm like basically I think I'm Teflon right now I'm right. Mr. Untouchable you can't fuck with me like I'm doing I'm doing bigger than Jay Z numbers than he ever did I'm making more money than at the time than Jay Z ever did so if I'm better than Jay Z then nobody can fucking touch me right now and at now at this point he's had and I I also feel like you know there's art of war. There's all the war that Push is definitely prepared for. Ready. Which I want to know, like, I think Drake, that's what I'm saying, Drake has to have some type of juice in him. And a lot of stuff, like, fucking just built up for him to be like, you know what? I'm it's, ready. It's time. I'm ready. Because <laughs> he basically, yo, he poked, he poked the dragon on this shit. He said, he said, yo, stop trying to act like you El Chapo just because you chopped up a couple dimes. Like, you really wasn't doing that shit. You, we talk about all this shit, but we don't see no bread. You know what I'm saying? But the thing, the the funny thing about that is, is like, uh, Maybe fucking it's drug money. Not Pusha, <laughs> bro. First of all, Pusha has been the most elusive drug rapper to never have touched jail ever. Yep. And his his old manager Jeezy is like doing like fucking. Like 72 years in prison Or he's he's facing 72 years in prison They're still trying to appeal the shit They got one nigga off um, So they're trying to get the other nigga off now And I may or may not know That there definitely was some things happening From the back old Star Trek era When they were still kind of dealing in that type of thing So he may or may not be able to speak on some things That he may or may not have done You know But I think I find it funny And I think that Drake is just like I'm ready for battle now So you know, there was that. Also, I think that was also a shot at Jay. A little bit. Because Jay a always talking bit. about he lost 92 bricks and it's just like, okay, bro, but uh, that was in 92, dog. Like, or that was in 89, you know? We don't really uh, we don't really believe you. We need more people. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't know. Jay, Jay, Jake's, 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 you know? What do you, how, do you, how do you feel about so this Pusha got, thing, though? I, I, I think Push finally sat back and just said, just like clapped his hands and started rubbing them together. I think it was a slow clap first. Like he was in a room with a couple candles and his niggas was like like evil grinning. He was just like, yeah. Now you finally, <laughs> you finally. And it's crazy because this is album season for fucking Pusha. Yeah, Pusha got an album, album coming, yeah. which means he could use the publicity. Yeah, King Push. Yeah. Did, did you hear it? Rigged. Did you hear the... Uh, you said it's she rigged. said it's rigged. It's like the election. Yeah, yeah. Right? Fucking Fifty Cent and Kanye did this a long time ago. Uh, I don't know the 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 hates a little a little more or the like the discord. Everybody loves rap beef. Yeah, everybody does love rap beef, but Push Every, is, everybody loves a good. Rap Push beef. is tired of being underrated by like the mainstream. When everybody who loves like street hop, they love his shit. But like the mainstream has kind of like always left him out of the books for so long and I think he's just tired of it and I, he's that's why he pokes fucking Drake like that like if if I can beat the mainstream guy at his own game then you have no choice but to tell me that I'm you know one of the best elevated. I'm top 5 he yeah. said that at HG I'm, I am top 5 if we talking real shit 
Um, I always thought like just a battle of, of of push versus fab could go on like fifteen rounds, and I'd listen to every single round and be like, I don't know who got it. I don't know. I would have fell asleep by the third, probably. Real. Crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Wake me up, man! I'm, I'm, I'm from a different fab era. Don't got nothing to rap about. He hasn't. Is that even that? He's talking about like years. battling. I'm just like, <laughs> no. uh, maybe back then, maybe uh-huh. like five years ago, like, mm, uh, like 2008. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see a fucking push. I just don't believe that Pusha T cares about being the top mainstream guy. I think he doesn't care. I mean, he's in the, real life. He's the president of good music. That's I don't what think I'm he saying. Doesn't care. Who I cares? He, <laughs> and he's still making music. He's so, too. I mean, he surpassed that. He surpassed like being the top mainstream guy. Who gives a fuck? Mm. Who cares? I mean, it's more so about the competition at this point. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is all like this is for the the fucking entertainment. This shit is not real. In the midst of all of this, though, and the things that Drake always gets accused of, he also kind of sneaks those things in there too. Because Drake gets accused of riding on niggas' waves. Um, one of the another one of the four songs is a song called "Wanna Know" by a rapper from uh, UK named Santan Dave. Um, like non-grime shit we know that he attached his name to fucking skepta before to get that like uk credibility right. and i actually looked at his um the the boy on the road tour or whatever whatever that shit's called he's the europe dates he's got six days in fucking london and then he does another two in fucking manchester and another one in birmingham so he's got like fucking you know what i'm saying almost 10 10 dates in the uk um so for him to bring santan dave was definitely like a fucking that was strategic, but he just hops on this dude's wave already. Like again, again, he does it again, and this is like okay, we we continue to forgive Drake for like continue just to be like a leech off of other people's uh, musician like musicianship. Like I, I think that's weird, and you can't really defend Drake for from that or whatever. And he's doing this in the middle of knocking somebody else for not for supposedly not being a real drug dealer. I find that like very ironic. But um, he also kind of went on and fucking. Dis Cuddy. He dis Cuddy at the end. Yeah, that shit um, wasn't cool. But do we know like when he recorded that? Because it could have been before Cuddy just went in. Right. Could have been. And Cuddy did poke him. Cuddy went. Yeah, Cuddy went in the week of. The Drake week. responds quickly. He could have easily done that really but quickly. The night, the night after. And then was like, you know what? Hold it. Here's the thing, though. If he if he recorded that verse, he still put it out. Like, I mean, he he didn't care at that point. Just exactly. Like, mm-hmm. And here's the thing, though. Yeah, that's one thing to maybe get him off. But like I say, he still put it out after the fact that fucking Drake that uh, that he. It's not like he fucking submitted the song two weeks ago and now he couldn't stop it. Like. Nah, he could have stopped that shit. Also, somebody commented on his fucking Instagram was like, yo, I, I kind of didn't really fuck with you when I found out that you wasn't writing your own music, but I still kind of gave you a pass. But fucking with Cuddy, that's like a no-go. You're right. That nigga Drake got on got on his own Instagram, replied to that some civilian and said, yo, man shouldn't speak on his man shouldn't speak out his mouth when he's on the shit. That's like, what he said. What did he say? He said something a lot longer than that to the point where it didn't even make sense. And I was like, what? Is he was that? saying that a, a dude should know better when he's on drugs than to speak, than to speak his name, than to speak Drake's name, basically is what he said. So basically Drake said, drugs, I didn't. Yeah, he did. He said when he's on this shit. He didn't give. He him. basically said to keep his name out his mouth. I don't. I didn't get any. Drugs when when he's on like, like whether or not he's on drugs, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. So you think Drake Drake crossed the crossed the line in speaking about Cuddy when he was going? Uh, when he's going, it goes back kind of to some kind of what we were talking about earlier with like uh like what is okay to talk about or like what people should be doing 
um like with like is it okay for a dude to be like emotional like we fucking will bash a dude for being emotional or bash a dude for like coming out about like his own mental like uh you know what i'm saying shortcomings and i yeah i think it's fucked up i think that um we're it's one thing if you're battling right and even still like it's one thing if you're battling right and everybody had brought up this shit on like the on the internet or whatever like right. oh tupac said he fucked faith and the beef that he had with biggie i mean but biggie and tupac were actively going at each other like making songs and videos and all this shit Cuddy said something that was true about Drake. Drake took offense, as he you tends to do, you know, um, got real light skin about it and got real sassy about it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that that's okay. And he doubled down on what he said as saying, basically, like, I'm not going to apologize for it. He, he put that on himself. He like, said I'm not going to apologize for it? I mean, basically, he's not going to apologize for it. I mean, you know, like... Right. I just think that, yeah, man, we're we're getting past this day where like we should be passing things like, oh, nah, it's rap. Like, fuck that. It's not okay. When fucking Troy Ave said that bullshit about Capital Steves, that was not okay. That was not okay. That was another attack on black male stability, like black male fucking mental stability and fucking mental health. Like, we fucking, oh, that you weak as shit from having depression and shit like that. Even though Drake of all people is the fucking most most emotional motherfucker of all. Yeah, I don't have any time crying and shit. Like you know what I'm saying. So how the fuck are you gonna talk about another man who actually has the fucking balls to fucking step up and be like, you know what? I have problems. I wanna. I have suicidal thoughts. I I need help. I need help. And regardless of like how the timing of Drake shit or whatever, Drake got a team around him that know all of this shit, man. That's not excusable. Yeah. Especially not in this day and age. It'd be different if it was in the 90s when, like, niggas had to find out, like, a month later, like, oh, shit, that man, oh, you know, my bad. But nah, we're talking about now. We're talking about now. Like, niggas knew. Niggas knew. And this ain't the first time that fucking Cuddy has said that he's been fucking nah, suicidal. Cuddy's been going through it back and forth. For exactly, years, bro. Years. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, I just think that um, overall, like, rap needs to do, like, hip-hop needs to do better. All these other like hip hop just needs to do better. Like we shouldn't be trying to like stand on these old principles that show our weaknesses as people. How what we what we can and cannot actually they like don't get it. They don't understand that like by highlighting these flaws that people have or like these these things that like first of all these are the same people that tear down people for having quote unquote mental illnesses or whatever they want to call or call people crazy and all that stuff like that aren't you know that aren't sensitive to these issues are the fucking problem all of them everybody and that's coming from a family that doesn't support it it's coming from their peers that have always been like that and that shit is bullshit and i i personally don't have the tolerance for it either so i'm with you on that but like hip-hop runs deeper than that and most of these guys from hip-hop aren't fucking educated like let's be real yeah yeah that's true, but it just shows like a representation of like what's going on. Yeah, if, if hip hop is the CNN of is the, is the hood CNN, then it just shows how like it's how an, we're how we're treating these same issues in our own community. It sucks. It's an insti- it's the, it's an institutionalized notion that if you are not able to control yourself and control your thoughts, then that is your problem and not that you have an actual issue that needs to be solved. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm in walking step 
you know, with, with y'all in there. But like I said, it's it's a thought that's institutionalized. And it's like it's almost like an attack on your masculinity if you're not able to control yourself or control those thoughts. Um, so, I mean, and that just comes from layers with like you said whether it be your family whether it be your friends whether it be uh people that aren't your friends and they just hold you in that mindset and keep you in that notion you're a product of your environment regardless but i also think that uh people are afraid that if hip-hop <clears throat> if hip-hop starts to evolve into accepting these things accepting a young thug wearing a dress and being a carefree black man that uh, we've lost we've lost our ways we've we've lost what hip-hop is and i feel like hip-hop is a uh it's a floating concept man it really is just like blackness like it's not uh, um you know what i'm saying it's it's not a uh oh there go my sat word but uh <laughs> you know it's not a monolith like blackness isn't a monolith there's like so many different degrees and colors and shades of blackness not just talking like physically but like and the, our actions And I just feel like We lose ourselves A lot of times Like trying to fucking Be like Oh that's not hip hop Like what do you mean That's not hip hop And that's not even Just talking about music It's talking about How these artists are acting What these artists are wearing It goes back to our Our first debate man Like And that's what that's what That was my problem with it And now it's like Showing itself again In, in different ways and, I, and I'm telling you That it's a problem Even like uh, I was in the Drink Champs And Um who was it? it uh, he was talking to Was it Jada? And he was just saying like You know Like what do you feel about that? And he was just like You know Like Dudes are gonna do What they wanna do You know That doesn't mean I have to adhere by it But you know It is what it is And I think that You know You should be allowed to To do that You know And That's, I, what, that's what Kiss said That you should be allowed to do it yeah, you should be allowed to fucking be who you are. At the end of the day, you're putting out quality music, you know, and like you're an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were carefree. As black people, we were carefree at one point in time, and I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was like the AIDS scare that made black men so scared of fucking gayness and, and homosexuality. That's actually, that's a pretty valid point. But like, you know, I, I, I don't know what it was Because I wasn't around But something happened Like late 90s Or late 80s Early 90s That basically like Made everybody be like Yeah I'm hardcore Men do this And we wear fucking uh, Chains and Padlocks on our neck And shit like that Like and And really left out Like What it really means To be like You know A black man And like Understanding that It comes in so many Different flavors yo, You know It was what was selling you know they had all the positive rap then all of a sudden you know the nwa all that hardcore shit started selling and then that's what really people just like got could be was, an amnesia and forgot was, yeah you like know prince the message and, and shit that people yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, it's kind of like you know like what's selling it's what's selling that's what they're gonna push you that know shit is mean? crazy and that's just you know commercialism if, if, if it has ruined that that's crazy because you got dudes like Teddy Pendergrass and like who were fucking hair on their chest, big bearded men, you know what I'm saying? Who weren't afraid to like cry and do shit like that. I, I think that, you know, we should re like revisit that. You know, we gotta put go back to that table in our in our in our fucking chapters and fucking correct that shit. Mm -hmm. Takes a village though. Thanks though. Um Dave, what were you watching this week? Um I started Black Mirror. That's uh this, this UK show that they have on uh, Netflix. It's really crazy. It's like a Twilight Zone, 
but it's like an hour What's instead of 30 minutes. Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. I heard about it. It's on its third season. That shit sounds crazy. Super crazy. Like I said, Twilight Zone, but like it actually has a purpose. Actually, Twilight Zone did have a purpose in the I th- liked in Twilight it. Zone. Exactly. You said you didn't like I did. I yeah. just watched that joint. You didn't see like Twilight Zone did have like kind of a purpose in the message that they were trying to say. Like they were talking mm-hmm. about like watching too much TV back in the sixties and shit like that. And that's what so now like a lot of the themes, especially in this season, is about like social media or like um how much privacy you should have on the web if you're doing bad things you know like right it, how far are you willing to go to be liked by somebody what happens if likes and retweets become a more important currency than actual money itself you know so it, 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 there's really that's deep. crazy concept yeah that was episode that's, one. That's right? a, episode one. The first episode yeah. it stars the girl from uh from Jurassic Park. I think some people value it more than currency or as much as currency. I mean, it's becoming currency because it's becoming a point where if you have a certain amount of money, you can convert that almost like Bitcoin into fucking. If you have a certain amount of likes, you can convert that into money. Right. So I think they took that and floated that concept to something higher. And yeah, so I mean, Black Mirror is pretty cool. Like it makes you think about like. I was like on my phone on Instagram watching that first episode about the likes and shit like that, and I like fucking put my phone down like fuck. I'm feeding into the same system that <laughs> that, they <laughs> that they're about. talking about right now. Shit. Um, yeah, I can only I, the season I think is like six episodes maybe. That's the first cool. one is three. The second one's like it's four, and the, the third season is like I think five or six episodes. Is it like an hour long? I couldn't. Huh? I was gonna ask if it was an hour or a half hour. Is there an hour? I couldn't. I had to stop because it was making me like, damn, the world is doomed. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, that shit is good. Um, you still, Walking Dead. Nah, I Nick. I know, oh. I know what happened though, because well, low key, the Walking Dead was happening. So Walking Dead happened the same time as fucking o- the OVO Sound Radio, which I was like, eh, I want to listen to these Drake songs. And then fucking, I was watching Westworld. Westworld came comes on at the same time as Walking Dead, which that's gonna be crazy as how they compete for numbers because Westworld has been doing really good numbers wise, and yeah. people still. But the, Westworld, like that's HBO, that's premium cable. Yeah, like, but they come. I mean, yeah. They, so yeah, you can rerun that shit like and, and on HBO Go, which well, is. Yeah, that's good for them because HBO Go, you can run an episode right at nine on one when that bitch. As soon as that shit airs, you can watch that shit. And with FX, you're gonna have to or AMC. It's AMC, right? AMC, yeah. yeah, you're gonna have to wait till the next day for the shit to air. Well, that thankfully, too. you don't even need a sign in. So, I mean, <laughs> I knew I was at the wedding while Walking Dead was on. I was like, I'm not touching social media yeah, yeah. until I good see thing. this. Thank God I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But they I was, was ruining. Mad as fuck. Yeah. And um, can we can I talk about it? You think I can talk about it? I'm gonna talk about it. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah, so if you fuck that, if you say you're a Walking Dead fan, there's no way you got to all the way to fucking thir- Tuesday and you haven't point. seen the episode. Valid point for the um, season or premiere. seen what so, happened. So like, if you it, watching Negan at the beginning, at the end of last last year's uh, episode, final episode. If you read the comic book or saw snippets of the comic book, you knew what was... At least you had an anticipation that the person that he was going to knock out was Glenn, right? So when they knocked out Abraham and you were like, all right, they're not going to follow the script of the... Of the, of the um of the of the comic book mm-hmm. and then Dal gets up and then he swings and clocks the bat on Glenn. Nick! Bruh. They said they were killing one. One, <laughs> <laughs> one person. But it's like I, I I loved how they did it because they still killed Glenn, but they made it seem like they weren't gonna kill Glenn and follow the they paid the Glenn line for of the one company. 
episode no. of this season yeah. and they put us through fucking hell last season and i don't appreciate and then they he they, they didn't have to do that to him Damn. and his eyeball yeah well like, that's how it was in the comic yeah, i saw yeah, the comic yeah, book yeah, strip I that know. was like that i saw it yo low-key fucking uh you walk a, you walking dead motherfuckers you are as bad as game of thrones um, no, no. Game yeah. of Thrones, yeah. With the books. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we're like, what? That deviated from the plot line. Like, <laughs> 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 motherfuckers be mad. Be yeah. mad. I mean, like I said, Walking Dead is cool. I like Fear Walking Dead. I've moved on to Fear Walking Dead just because. I mean, they can only Walking Dead is just a like a reaffirmation that like white people are gonna be as bad as fucking, or worse than monsters that eat people. You know what I'm saying? Like, white people cannot be trusted in the fucking new world. Like, they gotta go. Well, shit. Hot, hot take. Hot take. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> fair <In> conclusion. <laughs> white folks, that was we don't all endorse that. I love y'all. I fuck with y'all. Please pay me. Right. I need, my, I need my check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my check. My, my check already cleared. I already um, seen that shit. No. Nah, so, it's fear, fear of the Walking yeah, Dead is too. It started off a really slow. Really slow. Like eventually, it got into it. The Walking Dead, like. Rick wakes up in a hospital with yeah. nobody and zombies banging on the door. No, listen, I was fucking with, with Walking Dead for like three seasons, and I'm not gonna not like. I'm obviously like I'm a fucking TV fiend, dog. I'm obvious for good shows. I'm obviously gonna go back and fucking catch back up and watch. No, the but way. you said Fear of the Walking Dead was better than The Walking Dead. It is. Though. It's definitely well, not. It's more condensed action. That's what it is. It's like yeah. always some shit happening because right. yeah. it's like you. I mean, you already know what's the world happen, isn't as like, the, yeah. The world isn't as um. The world isn't as like sparse. Like it's like it's more. It's yeah. a lot more. It's like, still, there's still civilization. It's yeah, still, exactly. It, yeah. So there's like, and you're like, you can kind of. There's a cool thing because you, it takes out of the suspense because you know what happens in the end. You right. Know? But also the thing about Fear Walking Dead is that what you, the unknown is what fucks with you as far as like not the characters they give you, but like the ending of Fear Walking Dead can we'll low key give you the not, e- of not even just lead into it, but it could also tell you about the ending of fucking Walking Dead because it could let you know what where happened? the safe zones are, yeah. like where the, where did the people actually go? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like that the 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 dynamics that are in Fear Walking Dead like are crazy and you know they cannot be ignored ignored. But uh, yeah, on Plus, the other I side, think, of I, I think it's the last season of Walking Dead. So, oh, yeah. is it? Yeah, because yeah. it's so, getting, damn it's, it's getting real lost. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever watched Lost, but that was. Oh was god, crazy. how mad would you be if Rick wake up and it's just a dream? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, That'd be great. I may not watch TV again. <laughs> Ever again. Like, fuck it. Fuck it. Throw the TV if out the window. You, shout out to all the Lost fans because that was one of the most stressful fucking TV shows of my entire life. Right. I'm so happy but I never so got into good. that shit. So, like, if you really, if you're going through a breakup or something, just like watch. <laughs> just watch Lost. What? No, I deadass was going through a breakup when I was watching Lost. Oh, Dino. Yeah, I was like, it was like my freshman year of college. If you're listening, brother. <laughs> It was my freshman year of college. It was like this the summer just started and I was just working and like being depressed. So I watched Lost from the beginning all like seven, eight seasons and then was mad at the end. Yo. But over the breakup. That's crazy. <laughs> was that JJ Abrams? Did he do that? I don't know these people's names. The the, uh, the director. But yeah, I mean Westworld is really kicking up. I don't know, you have you guys still not started? Yeah. I have. I watched the I'm first two episodes, but once like I said, I'm I was caught up in my school shit or my, my um, study shit, so yeah. I like cut everything off. Yeah. So I'm, you trust me, I'm gonna get back. Catch on back it. up. Atlanta, Bruh, Atlanta, I'm still. I'm, I'm, this I'm shit. Going. I'm as far as uh, which comes. It's on right now. But uh, as far as uh, what's as far as uh, fucking 
Westworld is concerned, man. It's man, and I'm now I'm starting to get into it. How I was getting in it with uh with Game of Thrones, right? With the theories and shit like that. I listen to two different podcasts about this fucking shit. Like, there's so many layers to this show. So many layers. Like, I don't, you would definitely not be um, you wouldn't be disappointed. But yeah, that's yeah, that's my shit. That's my shit. Um, what's the score right now? I was just checking. The Knicks are down like 15. Uh, so, well, um, that was quick. Pretty good night, night, nigga. <laughs> <sighs> All right. What's a good game? First, first good game. Um, LeBron looks ferocious. Were you watching the highlights, or you just? Yeah, no, nah, I saw him fucking basically bully two niggas at the free throw line that had the shit blocked off and still get to the basket. Niggas. All right, fuck LeBron. Um, <laughs> Jesus, you want to you want to say that too? You want to echo it, uh, Fab? I know you feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So, thank you for the um, conversation. Uh, thank you for joining in with us. We had William Hill, uh, Cabernet, and Vernus uh, Cabernet um, entertaining the conversation, keeping the conversation flowing. It was um, aerated to a, uh, a a tea, and it went down smooth and very delicious. Pause. Um, I guess we should start shouting our social media. We were supposed to do it in the beginning, but we didn't. Um, my social media, where you can find me at, is Ken. Plush, K-E-N-P-L-U-S-H. Oh, y'all know who the fuck we are. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this is Fab. Um, curls X Crayol with K's. K-U-R-L-S-X-K-R-E-O-L-E. It'll be in the informations. Yeah. I'm Earth underscore Dave. Or Dave underscore Earth. No, no, no. It's definitely only Earth underscore Dave. <laughs> Forever? Dave of In Earth. all platforms? Um, isn't it Dave of Earth? Man, don't Jesus follow my Instagram, bro. Damn. Don't, don't follow my Instagram. It's <laughs> fine. Do no. Please don't. No? All right. All right. <laughs> Yo, on Twitter, rocking. You can <laughs> talk with me. We can talk about the show. You know what I'm saying? We can talk about some and shit. The profile man. is not private no the more. The profile not private no hey, more. Hey, follow it's me. Open shop. No it's open shop. Don't hop in my mentions with some bullshit. I will fucking flame your ass. Yeah, oh. you, I've seen, I've I've seen Dave go up on 12. 15 really? tweet rants before. Yeah. Oh, not on people yet? Oh, I mean, I'm sure they're directed at somebody. I definitely yet. have. No, no, I definitely have, like, started, like, if somebody has said some dumb shit, I definitely have, like, especially if you hop in my mentions or some shit, I definitely have, like, gotten you the fuck out of here. Oh. All right. Okay. Um, quote for the evening is uh, A reader lives a thousand lives before he leaves this earth. The man who never reads lives only one. What I'm trying to say is pick up a book, people. Find something to read. <laughs> Educate yourselves. That's what they're there for. Fill your mind yeah. with some knowledge. Um, I'm about, I just picked up this. Um, hold on, I just picked up a book uh, today. I forget. I'm gonna tell you the, uh, the name of the book. Hold on. Do y'all remember when BET did that campaign? And it was. I'm kind of saying this so you could find your book too at the uh, same time. Go on, you got it. Keep going. Okay. They were like. Read a book, read a book, read, read a, a motherfucking book. book. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, that was like a, a campaign. That's aggressive. It was it on was, the it was on the radio, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah, it was on the fucking radio. And I was like, and then it was like brought to you by BT. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Black people been setting ourselves. I mean, we're trying we're trying to get ourselves to what's the, what do you think is the most effective way to get ourselves to read? Besides rapping. Put and, weed in yeah. the books. Okay. Put weed in the books. I'm just kidding. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open. I'm open to all suggestions. Um, when when rocks cry out, um, by Horace Butler. Um, Sounds like a Prince album. Wouldn't wouldn't it? Right? I, I wouldn't knock it. No. So I mean, so I I 
delved into it a little bit um it's more so about the history of how um caribbean folks and how black folks came to america and um how Damn. native americans um how people how we're called native Amer- how native americans are called native americans but it, there are a bunch of people who are native americans other than the native americans us slaves being uh, black people being one of them um but it's a whole nother story i'll get into which uh, when i'm done reading it um thanks for joining uh ashley thank you for saying two words on the microphone we appreciate you um hope you enjoyed the wine um other than that i'm ken i'm fab and i'm dave listen to the last call podcast Cheers. bye oh well <laughs>